Welcome back to another edition of Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today as we continue to walk through the Gospel of John, not just looking at the big picture of each chapter, but but actually walking through the entirety of each chapter, every verse, uh, we are in our third day here, and we're going to be looking at, at John starting in uh, chapter 1, verse 6. Now, up to this point, we've uh, been introduced to the, the Word, and we've learned that this Word, uh, we saw yesterday, He's the source of light and life. The day before, we saw that the Word is the preexistent, eternal, divine Creator. And, and then soon, we're going to get to verse 14, and we're going to find out that the Word becomes flesh and dwells among humanity. And so we know, we know that the Word is speaking about Jesus. And so now when we get to verse 6, John takes a little bit of a turn, and he's going to start to talk about not only the Word, but the forerunner of the Word, John the Baptist. Now, this is a different John. This is John the Baptist. And uh, and so let's turn our attention to the text, and let's see what, uh, what the text holds for us today. Verse 6, it begins, it says, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. Now this, this man, he's coming to bear witness about the light. It says he was not the light. John was not the Messiah. John was not the Christ, the anointed one, but he came to bear witness about the light. And then the text describes the light. And, and this is just, uh, this is moving of, of the soul when you know Christ. It says, the true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. Now, this is reminding us that Jesus, he is the true light. Later in John, Jesus is going to declare, I am the light of the world. We're also going to see that he's going to say that he is the way, the truth, and the life. You see, this, this Christ, this Jesus Christ, the, the word, he is the, the real hope. He is the one who has not just uh, this, this imitation light, but the true light, because he is the truth. Well, verse 10, it continues. It says, He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own. Now, this is speaking of the Jewish people. He came to his own, his own people, excuse me, and his own people did not receive him, but to all who did receive him who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. This text describes the the right that Jesus gives to anyone and everyone who will believe him or receive him. This idea of believe in his name. This isn't saying, you know what, I, I believe, you know, I believe there's a name, Jesus, and it's spelled J-E-S-U-S. Like, I, I believe that there's a name. No, no. Believing in his name is believing in the person and work of Jesus. Believing in his identity as the preexistent divine creator, the life and the light for all. It's believing that he is the Messiah. It's believing in his death and ultimately in his resurrection, ascension. And now, even now, he, he lives to, to pray for us. This is what it means to receive him and to believe in his name. It's not, you know, I, I raised my hand during church one day. It's not, I, I prayed the sinner's prayer. It's not even I felt a conviction of my sin. No, it's to say, I put my 
hope, my faith, my trust completely upon the person and work of Jesus Christ. In this text, it tells us that that he came to his own and they did not receive him. Well, this is speaking of the Jews, but really much of it is we're going to see as John moves forward. It's it's the Jewish leadership who were unwilling to believe or receive him. What was their major hang-up? Their self-righteousness. So much of their major hang-up was their desire to be to be approved before God because of their own righteousness, because of their own uh, self-made holiness. Well, we we find that we can't we can't be holy enough on our own. This is why we must receive and believe in Jesus. And then it says that those who do that they receive the right to become children of God. This is. This is the greatest right ever. We live in a world that debates about rights all the time. The rights to freedom of speech, or it's a hot button issue all over the place. What is freedom of speech? Who can say what? Where can you say it? Um, As we've seen with Elon buying Twitter, it's just kind of a, it's a a kind of crazy the way people think about what we can say and and what we can't. And this is all, uh, all connected to the idea of a right. But listen, there is a greater right than any right that you have as an American. And God bless America. I love the rights that we have. But there is a greater right. The the greatest, most wonderful right, it's found in Christ. When he gives someone the right to become children of God. When you become a child of God, you're no longer a child of wrath. When you become a child of God, you now know that you have the inheritance waiting for you of eternity in the loving presence of your heavenly Father and of your Savior, Christ. When you become a child of God, you have the Spirit that dwells in you even now. And notice this this right is bestowed. Look what it says. It says, this right is bestowed. It's being born again as a child of God, not by blood, This isn't something that you can do physically, Uh, not by the will of the flesh, nor the will of man. It's not something you can create in and of yourself. It says, but by God or but of God. This is how you become a child of God. This is how you receive the greatest right ever. It's when Christ gives you the right and God makes it so. This This is our ancient way for our modern day. It's too throw off our self-righteousness, to throw off our pride, to throw off our, I've got to be good enough. I've got to be better. I've, I've got to be this and this and this in front of God. And you know what? I've got to be this and this and this in front of all these people. I got to make sure everyone thinks that I'm, I'm perfect and I have it all figured out. No, throw all of that off and throw yourself before Christ. Believe in his name, receive him, trust in the person and work of Jesus as your only hope in life and death. This is, this is becoming a child of God. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.